This is the World According to Us Update with Arnell and Maloney. Hey, welcome into the podcast with Arnell and Maloney. Remember, you have to love us even if you disagree with us. You've got, look at me and Maloney. (laughs) We love each other even though we disagree. you got to love us, like us, wherever you get your podcast. It's very helpful. We hope that uh, that you will do that. So, Maloney, on today's podcast, which is uh, an update, uh, we're going to be speaking for just a couple of minutes about uh, Chris Christie's announcement that he's running for president of the United States. Uh, again. Also, again. And last night, Mike Pence on a CNN town oh, hall. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that, the PGA Tour, and an odd in the offbeat. Mm-hmm. All right. let, me, let me just begin before you take us down the Chris Christie path. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very frustrated today. My frustration... What is that different from any other day? Well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but my frustration... I'll tell you what's different about my frustration today versus my frustration every other day. Mm. My frustration, my uh, ill-at-ease feeling and emotion mm-hmm. is directed toward you. Me? Yeah. What did I do? Let, 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 me, let me explain. Today is a very, very special day in my life, and I go through this with you every single oh, year. Oh, no, it's your birthday. It's my birthday Happy today. birthday to you. Happy go. birthday to you. Happy birthday, <laughs> dear Gary. Happy birthday to you. Okay. And, okay. So anyway, you know, when it's your daughter's uh, Audrey's birthday, I'm right there. Not only do <laughs> I, what do I do, Kathleen? I call her. Mm. I communicate. Uh, when it's we're Glenn's talking birthday, now. I Brian's called you. Birth- yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you <laughs> called me. Oh, uh, but I just, I don't understand. I know that we talked about this once before, several times. But it's my birthday, and, and I know yours, and and I have it. You know, I don't even need it on the calendar anymore. Why is it so difficult for you for two people who? like each other to the extent that we do for all of this time, all of these projects that we've worked on, everything from Fox and WABC and and, and Philadelphia. Why is it that you cannot remember my birthday if you keep telling me how important a person I am in your life? I'm just frustrated. Here's the thing. I'm not a big... Birthday celebrator. I mean, it's just a day. It's just another day. But you're, you don't you're ever year, remember. You're it. a year older. I mean, you you mm. would should want me to forget that. <laughs> you should want to forget that. Oh man, I'm not so, good with I'm not good with numbers, dates, things like that. I'm just not good let, at remembering let just, numbers. Let me just tell you before we get into Chris Christie how overwhelmed I am by the fact that you never, ever remember my birthday. I'm so overwhelmed by this that when I woke up this morning, honest honest to God, sorry, I apologize to the agnostics and the atheists mm-hmm. in the audience. Uh, the first thing, this, this, may miss, this may require mental health counseling for me. I'll admit it. The first thing that I thought about was, she that that I said to myself was she is never going now. Why was that so dominant? <laughs> you in, knew in, in my thought process this morning. I mean, that was the first thing that I thought of when I got oh, up. Is Maloney wow. is never going to remember this date as important as she tells me it is every single year. I just want you to know, I'm a little bit hurt. Well, I'll try to do better next year. <laughs> As I say every year. Wow. So I thought, uh, yes, as you say every year, I thought that both of us saw the Chris Christie 
announcement running for president. Uh, you said you're going to try and do better next year. I thought his announcement was phenomenal oh. in many different quarters. What, w- what was your reaction Here's what I'll to say. I think there's time for a little traffic problem in D.C. It's oh. about time for a little traffic problem in D.C. Like there was in Fort Lee when Bridgegate. Chris Christie... Yeah. Yeah. When I mean, come on. That, he denied, he denied time, any knowledge of that, remember, by oh, the way. Yeah, right. Any oh, knowledge. Oh, yeah. You know Chris Christie, and I know Chris Christie, yeah. and he is in control. He's the boss. Nothing happens without him knowing it. So they had this Bridgegate business where uh, the mayor of Fort Lee, who happens to be a Democrat, Kathleen, did not support him uh, in a previous bid for governor. Right. And, and But he claims that it wasn't, that he knew nothing about the traffic jam mm. that they set up as you approach the GW Bridge from Fort Lee. And it really backed up in the whole town. And so for you to bring up, oh, look at the traffic jam in Washington, he did, he maintains, I'll use that word, maintains that he didn't know anything about Bridgegate. Mm-hmm. Well, well if, if you want to believe that, then yeah. uh, well, this, you you will also believe the earth is flat. And I can also buy the George Washington Bridge. You can. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so this speech, I'll tell you why I thought Why do it was, you think it was so good? All right. I'm not even going to get into the political uh, ideologies or, or what his feelings are on, on gun control and on abortion, entitlements, Ukraine, immigration, and so forth. Because he said something that we as Americans legitimately need to hear. And and he said that President Trump has made America smaller every single year. And oh, what did here he we ma- go. What, what, so but, so but, what you liked about Chris Christie's speech was that true. he bashed Trump. That's what you liked. Me, I'm tired of hearing that. I'm waiting to hear something substantive uh, that he's going to do differently in this country. How is he going to unite the country? Don't bash another guy for dividing the country. You come up with a solution for me on how you're going to unite the country. I'll listen to that. As soon as he got into the bash Trump mode, his usual bulldog approach, bully approach, I tuned out. He said that what Trump has done over the past couple of years and other political leaders, both Democrats and Republicans, they're making us smaller by dividing us into smaller and smaller groups. But here's what I don't want to. I just told you I don't want to hear what someone else did wrong. I want to hear what someone else has an idea of doing right. So if he can't come up with that, and he can't, then he can just go the way he did back in 2016, and that's nowhere as far as presidential politics goes. Well, he spent an inordinate amount of time uh, during this announcement talking about culture wars. And let's remember that of the entire field of Republicans that are running, uh, he is former President Donald Trump's main antagonist at this point. Okay, yes, and, he, and but but for but all the years, but there's a reason for that. Minute, Go ahead. For all ahead. the years that Trump was president, yeah. he was his biggest supporter and his biggest lapdog. You know, anything Trump said went, and he defended him to the nth degree. And now all of a sudden, he's turned on him, and he says his basis of running for president of the United States is that. He can go after Trump. He's the only one who can go after Trump. Well, you know what? I don't want to hear another mean-spirited presidential campaign where everybody is calling each other names, telling everybody what they did wrong. The American people don't benefit from that. I want to hear 
what they're going to do to turn this country around and to unite this country. But what he, why he was making these points about the United States becoming smaller and because smaller— Because he has no other ideas. He has to bash here, Trump. Here, That's all here, he's got going for here him. Here is where I faulted his presidential announcement in that he never—and I was with it from the beginning until the end—he never really spoke about— public policy. He never really spoke about political agenda. Uh, He never really spoke about how he was going to unite this country again. But what I thought that was so refreshing about it, Kathleen. Refreshing? Well, let let, let me explain for just a minute. What I I thought nauseating nauseating was Mike Pence uh, last night on CNN where you needed no dose and Dramamine. And I'll get to that in just a second. But Christie came with a fresh new perspective. No, he didn't. I I hate Trump. That's nothing new. No, the new perspective on it is that he is the only Republican candidate who is willing to talk about how detrimental the culture wars. In his egotistical mind, he is the only one. And if he thinks he's going to win by doing that, he's delusional. Listen, the problem uh, with Chris Christie is that he's coming in with less than 1%. Uh, the problem is that you need a certain percentage, according to the RNC, to even make it to the debate. Well, I hope and he what, doesn't. But, but what, I, what I legitimately— I don't fa- want to hear so, from So him. does Donald Trump. That's if Donald Trump decides to debate. He's saying, look, I have a 30-, 40-, 50-point lead. I don't have to get into it, which I think is nonsense. I think Americans have a right to see and hear— uh, him against challengers in in a debate. Yeah, we but know I've got what to tell we're going to hear. I, I don't. I. You know what, Gary? You want a repeat of 2016? I don't that want a repeat. Circus, Kath. I want Americans to hear from a Republican candidate who can come forward and who can say, "Look, this divisiveness, this chasm between the parties in this country." You know, you said at the very top here, "Oh, I want to I want to hear about policy agenda. I want to move ahead. I want to look through the windshield, not the rearview mirror." Well, Christie was saying that we're still looking through the rearview mirror because of how divided we are. Come on, Gary. He's not telling anybody anything we don't already know. Are you kidding me? He's just regurgitating what everybody knows. But here's the problem. He's not coming up with a solution other than, oh, well, if we get rid of Trump, we're all going to be united again. That's not the case. Listen, Kathleen, I I left his and I met him on several occasions. Uh, and had conversations with him plenty of times. I've met him, too. I've met him, too. So, But I'm here to tell you that I thought that his announcement was a winner, and I thought it was a winner because he brought the reality of where we are in America today to the forefront, even though so many of us know it, we acknowledge it. It was it was refreshing to see a member of his party come forward and say, we simply have to do better. We have to stop getting small. And what that's I, what he was talking well, about. And I, I, saw, I just found that exciting, Kathleen. Oh boy. He's, for me, doesn't he's, take much to excite you. Well, let me just tell you, he, well, if you remembered my birthday, that would excite me. <sighs> he, for me, and you're going to think this is Looney Tune. He is, you know, forget about the numbers and the polling and all of that right now. It's early. He's my number one candidate of choice. He is my number one candidate of choice because he's willing to sit down. He's willing to talk. He's willing to have a discussion. He's willing to have a negotiation. That's not not, Chris Christie, mister. I'm sorry. Chris Christie is a bully and a dictator. He is Donald Trump, too. 
That's what you get with Chris Christie. He calls people names. He denigrates people. He has to be in control of everything. He doesn't listen to anybody else but himself. That's Chris Christie. Listen, he, he, He's a he, bully, just he like Trump. He worked with a dominant democratic controlled state legislature in new jersey i believe for the entire eight years that he was in office and he still because of his ability uh and desire to negotiate he was able to pass uh legislation in the garden state that they never thought with a republican governor and and a democratic controlled state uh assembly and senate that they'd be able to get some of this uh, through listen kath i'm excited about the guy because it's what we need you want to move forward we need to move forward with some sense of an obligation to sit down and talk with each other and that's what he was speaking all right about. Here's, here, that's this is, it this, i'm gonna i'm this is a low blow and i'm admitting this is going to be a low blow and I, i'm sure people will object and i'll hear about it from people a guy who can't even control his own weight how can he control I anything else i know i know it's up. a low blow i'm telling you it's a low blow that is so beneath you I'm going to tell you why. I'm sorry. I'm going to the tell you. The guy went and he got the stomach surgery, he lost did. a lot of weight. He, that was his That was his chance. Oh, so wait. He, so that because was his he chance. Can't, his because, chance was now to maintain that weight. And oh, I think now he's even heavier than he was. He, he does look like that he's got the expansion belt going on right now. And, and I'm sorry. But, I agree it's a low blow. I shouldn't have said it, Kathleen, but I had to say it. Donald Trump already ran some kind of commercial over the past, I don't know, 24 to 48 hours up on social media and elsewhere, uh, Truth Social, all these places where he's got a picture of, of Chris Christie holding a tray of food. And on that tray is chocolate cake and all kinds of he desserts. He likes pasta. He loves and pa- pasta. Yes, he loves pasta. And and they asked Christie within the past couple of hours, what did you make of that Donald Trump campaign presentation. And he said, it just goes to show you and will confirm to you what a juvenile delinquent this guy is and and how he, he just cannot be respected as a leader. Uh, I'm as sorry, a, as Christie's no better. He, no better than, he's, he, Kathleen, like I said, he's just like Trump. And if you have these two guys going after each other, it will be very entertaining. You know, see who can who can top the other one in the insult you know department. What, you know, you know, It'll you know be very I, entertaining, be, but it won't be any good for the country. Gary Arnell's number one candidate right now, Chris Christie. Oh, but boy. let me oh. let me let, oh. let me just say this. You know, not only this is this is a, a frustrating day for Gary Arnell's relationship with Kathleen mm-hmm. Maloney. Not only did you forget my birthday, but then you th- this is this is an argument that you just made that i find incredibly flawed mm-hmm. you said because he couldn't control his this is worth no, let's, repeating let's not well, make it more no, it, no, was no, an, but it was, you it said, was but, an aside remark it was an aside but it remark it wasn't an aside remark and, it was front and, and center and, on and this and podcast today that, and i told you i really probably shouldn't go there and that it was a low blow and i'm i sh- probably shouldn't have said it bad. but i couldn't help it you know, as a guy who's in the weight war, <laughs> sometimes you, you've you know you you've uh, jabbed me here and there. Well, I uh, I, but, I did but, a little. Let's just say I did a little Chris Christie on Christie. Well, I I just thought it was uh, it was on, but but for you to to equivocate and say he can't. He, he, if he doesn't have the power to control his weight, he doesn't have the power to run the country. I, I thought that was kind of flawed. So, nope. one other note, Kath, before we get to the odd and the offbeat on today's podcast. The PGA, 
mm. uh, deciding to merge with the Saudi-backed rival LIV Live Golf. Well, that's another sellout. Total, total sellout by the PGA. It's awful. Uh, I mean, the Saudis, you know, you talk about they just uh, endorsed cutting back oil production mm. with OPEC+. Plus. There is a lot of evidence that the Saudi crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, MBS, yeah. was directly responsible for Khashoggi's execution. What did the Saudis uh, in, have over us that we can't Turkey. stand they up have, to they them? Have, they, have, they have oil. They, they have, have oil, oil on the ground. That's the only thing that they... And they're, 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 we consider them an ally in the Middle East to try to bring well, some sense of normalcy yeah, well, to that part of the world and the, also going in our back opposition to the oil, Iran. Going back yeah. to the oil, we were oil independent for a while, and then we decided we'd go back and rely on the Saudis. This is disgraceful. It is despicable. It uh, is. The public investment fund is going to be pouring billions of dollars into the PGA, and it, it, the uh, the critics are saying that they're accusing the Saudis of sport washing, yeah, which is I where, you know, that. you go in and, and you know, yeah. you try to distract from your oh, human yeah. rights violations in your history. This is just really absolutely pathetic. And even the guy who's running the PGA had had denounced and criticized this live group and, and said, we don't want to be a part of this. And now all oh, of a sudden he were, said, I know you're going to accuse at, me. Of, they yeah. were at war with each other. Yeah, no, they had in several the sports lawsuits world. Going. They were, yeah. Correct. Right. And let's not forget, Kath, uh, September, yeah, September the 11th, 15, are, are of the, 15 of the 19 hijackers, yeah. Saudi Arabia, Saudi. Osama bin Laden, the mastermind born in that country. Mm. Uh, they're saying, well, the, the, the uh, MBS and, and others in the Saudi regime, they didn't partake in the attack, but they did. They did use their monies to fund that training. I don't understand yeah. how any Buddy, the PGA can just all of a sudden cave, do a 180, tell these families to go to hell. We don't yeah. care because we've got to save golf well, a, a in the United it, States. This is a, a pathetic a, move. Yeah, a lot of it involves, you know, money and greed, and the Saudis have more money than than we do. And there were a lot of American golfers who were defecting to the uh Saudi golf organization. What I did as soon as I found out that uh, PGA and Liv were, were going to get together, I took my putter. <laughs> this you is have a, a putter? I have a putter. You're a golfer? That, let me finish this. I'm not a golfer. I know you sound shocked because like Chris Christie, you know, mm. if you have a little bit of a weight problem, mm. or now you can't be a golfer. You couldn't even caddy. You'd have to be driving around on the course. You know, yeah, I got 20 pounds extra. I'm not a Chris. I don't You're going to get me trapped into making a comment about Chris Christie that I don't want to do. But I took my putter. I took my putter. Are you saying was, that Chris Christie is heavier than you? No, no. Did you say, are you going, are you going there? I'm saying, yeah, but that's not, uh, that's not a negative. It is. Uh, con- no, it, Because you're discussing say, his weight. All I said in the context of our conversation is that I believe he is, uh, I don't believe, I know for a fact that he's heavier than me. So I took my putter mm. and I sold it on eBay. And the only reason I had it was because my brother, Dan, who you, whom you know, is an avid golfer, mm. and he gave it to me, and he tried, and he brought me out to miniature golf courses. And and I was using this putter out there, but I got so disgusted with the PGA right now, not that I've ever been a big golf fan, but I got so disgusted with him that I now will only, I told my brother this yesterday, the only place that I will play the game 
is on a miniature golf course where I know that the Saudis are not invested. You never do know. How do you know that you it's know. not a or Saudi-owned golf miniature, miniature golf, golf course. course? You don't right? know. Right? You don't know. Right. And, tr- you know, Trump is loving this because uh, Liv was, was utilizing his golf courses mm. around the country and the PGA was not. So, and, so uh, I have so to ask you, despicable. how much yeah. did you get for the putter? I called my brother. I said, Dan, since I don't know anything about this stuff, here's the putter that you gave me. How much should I list it for at eBay? Because I'm, I'm out of the game now totally, mm. even though I was never really in it. And he said to me, used in great shape because you barely used it. Probably you should ask somewhere about $89 for it. Mm. I ended up getting $29. Oh, no. And you should have kept it. And for that, you should have kept it. And I had to pay for shipping. Oh. (laughs) So you pretty much gave it away. I, I pretty much... Oh, uh, Dan would be very unhappy. You should have yeah. given it back to him. Don't forget it's my birthday, Kath. Yes, I know. Happy birthday to Don't you. Forget. I already sang to you. All right, let's go to Odd and Ready Offbeat. Ready for Odd and Offbeat? Yes. Okay, hold on here. You do not want to miss this. The Odd and the Offbeat is straight ahead with Arnell and Maloney. Why can't I ever remember which bell you like? Is it this one? No. No, or That's is it this one? one. Yep. That's the weak one. It's this one. Okay, dollar store bell, big investment in the podcast before they went to a buck and a quarter and inflation hit. Here's the odd and offbeat for today. Kathy, you ever wonder when you go into a hotel room just how clean that hotel oh, room all is? all the time. <laughs> mm. Especially, you know, the, the, the bedspread or whatever the hell they call it but today. Just, you you know? Know, did you ever look under like the, some of the mm. furniture? That's the scariest thing is. you can do in a hotel. Right. I dropped something. I was away for the weekend this past weekend. I dropped something, and I dreaded Ooh. whether or not. I'll tell yeah. you what I dropped, my glasses. <laughs> so I had, I had no It wasn't like I dropped a, you know, a little tchotchke thing, and it yeah. doesn't matter. I dropped my glasses, and I couldn't find them. Mm. I reached around with my foot first. You know, could, anything to avoid bending down. Yeah, getting, yeah. Anything, you know, nothing, zero. Couldn't find them. Ooh. I got down there and I looked under the bed, and you know there's all kinds of junk. They oh, never yeah. move the box no, spring they off. Don't. They never move it. So that's the one thing that's the most frightening in a hotel room mm-hmm. is if you got to go under the bed. But listen to this, Keth. A Japanese hotel boss has apologized for only changing the water in a spa bath in hotel rooms twice a year. Ooh. The boss of a 158-year-old Japanese guest house has apologized for changing the water after it was found to be teeming with potentially deadly bacteria. A health inspection of the, I think it's pronounced onsen, which is a traditional Japanese bath using water from volcanically heated hot springs Mm. in the Fukuoka Prefecture detected legionnaire bacteria 3,700 times the permitted level. Now, the baths were temporarily shut down. The hotel staff said it had neglected to add, listen to this, neglected to add chlorine to the water for hygiene purposes because we selfishly disliked the smell oh, of chlorine. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, they didn't change oh. the water. Yeah, Why I'm, would you I'm, even I'm... get into something in your room, in a spa in yeah. your room, or a tub in your room in a hotel that had water in in it that you weren't filling up that's my first yeah, question I, I don't think so i don't think so i i'm always suspicious even of the hot tubs the 
that a lot of these hotels have. How clean are they? Sometimes they smell heavily chlorinated, and yeah. that, you know that's okay. But yeah. yeah, some of them I wonder. I don't know. My daughter Raina is so nuts that she, when she goes to a hotel, Kath, she will not sleep on the hotel sheet. Mm. She brings her own she sheets her and own. pillowcases. Yeah. yeah, to the hotel room. I can't blame but, her. Uh, but uh, yeah, look, you hit it, baby. When you look, you look under the bed. That's it. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Under the bed or under any furniture? It's or like, under what's any under furniture? There? Any of that stuff? Forget it. That that could be really frightening. Tell you what, I'll give you. Um, I'll give you a uh, a stay at that Japanese hotel for your birthday. How about that? Really? <laughs> yeah, but you have to promise you'll go into that little hot tub. I, I will promise, and I will send you the information so that you can uh, promptly send me the vouchers. Will that include the flight to Japan? No, 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 no. Just the hotel. Oh, just the hotel. Just the hotel. Okay. Flights on, on my, you. Yes. Uh, that, yeah, flights on me on my birthday. Mm-hmm. All right, Kathleen Maloney, thank you very much. <laughs> That's this edition of The World According to Us with Arnella Maloney. Don't forget podcast updates throughout the week, and thanks for listening.